Come on. Time is right. Time is now. Welcome to Lifeblood Be Well, and welcome our guest, strong and powerful Brundy Brody. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you on. Brundy is a Yale MBA whose 10-year research for answers to her infant son's health issues, alongside Dr. Russell Dahl, revealed the importance of the enzyme calcium ATPase. Her best-selling book, The Calcium Connection, serves as a go-to guide for understanding this little-known enzyme. Brundy, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. So my background, as as um, George mentioned, is was finance, and I was happy doing that. And then my son Canute was born, and the first hour he was born, he was taken away from me and put in the ICU with um, low oxygen, and he was kept there an entire week. And I was sent home with him with an apnea monitor, which means he had to be monitored twenty four seven. To make sure he he wasn't not breathing, so I was kind of in this alert state. And then from there, there were a lot of other problems that came up. He couldn't swallow his liquid properly, and it got into his lungs, which led to pneumonia. He had really low muscle tone, so it was hard for him to sit up, like in strollers or in swings. He um, had asthma, and then he also started to develop all sorts of skin reactions to different foods and different um, things he was exposed to. So I went down the medical route, of course, trying to find, I was a new mother, didn't know anything, Um, went to all the doctors. They did all the allergy testing and muscle disease testing and metabolic disease testing. And I had to thicken his uh, food with rice cereal. So it would be thick enough for him to swallow. Um, But basically nothing was happening um, in terms of really being able to help him. So I was just really upset and really determined. So I began literally just to watch him 24 um, seven. And because one thing that was puzzling is his symptoms seemed to get better and then worse. And at various times, I didn't know why. <laughs> so I started observing him 24 <clears throat> seven. And that meant watching what he was exposed to. I, I was naive. I had had my house painted as nursery painted. I had the floors t- um, torn up. I was, you know, back in the day where you fed your kid non-organic um, Gerber type food. Sure. There was just so many things I didn't know to pay attention to, but then I began to pay attention. And what I noticed was that certain, when he was exposed to certain things, either in his food or his environment, his symptoms got worse. So I began systematically to figuring out what those things were. Um, and at the same time, I was interested in understanding about muscle function because that was one of his big symptoms. And what I, what I came to learn was that the calcium level within muscle cells <clears throat> has a big impact on muscle function. So, and then on the other hand, I'd identified these triggers. So through a long a long search and story, I uh, was came to find out by searching in the scientific literature that everything connected with sensitive to had an effect on calcium regulation within the cells. And then the the key thing was that everything he was sensitive to inhibited this enzyme called calcium 
ATPase. <clears throat> and I know that's a new word, <clears throat> and it'll take a little while for it to sink in. But the net-net was that if you have low levels of calcium ATPase, it can trigger in children a wide range of symptoms. But even beyond that, it's crucial for every single human being on Earth's health. Because when you have low levels, you're more susceptible to heart disease, cancer, <clears throat> Alzheimer's, um, diabetes, obesity. So I kind of, once I got my son situated, I kind of went off the deep end in researching calcium ATPase. And there's actually 25,000 different scientific journal articles about calcium ATPase. So I, I dived in for over a decade and learned everything about calcium ATPase. Um, not only what its importance is, but more importantly, things you can do to make to make sure your levels are optimum. So <clears throat> my son came in one day and said, Mom, I was trying to write a scientific journal article, but then he said, Mom, you need to write a book. <laughs> so three years ago, I <laughs> sat down to write a book, and that's how the calcium connection came about. Also on another side, I was working with a, a researcher with a company that has developed a small molecule that stimulates calcium ATPase and an animal studies has shown pro a promise in Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, diabetes, and um, muscular dystrophy. So that's kind of another aspect of my drive to help people live healthier lives. What a journey. A total journey. <laughs> <laughs> totally, to totally unexpected, you know, but my dad always says heroes are cornered, not born. Mm. Or heroes are born, they're cornered. So I was definitely cornered. <laughs> but from it, I, I feel like I have something of value to contribute, and that's, um, I'm not selling anything. Um, my only goal is to provide information for people. Do you, what are your feelings toward this calcium ATPase? Do you hate it? Do you love it? Well, you know, it, it's really a wonderful thing because it helps your body regulate the level of calcium within your cells. Now, I know when you think of calcium, you think of bones and teeth, and that's all true. So there's about 2.2 pounds of calcium in your body, and most of it is in your bones and teeth. But there's just like a teaspoon and a half that's found in your bloodstream or within your cells. <clears throat> and so the reason why this is important is because the calcium level within your cell goes up and down. And that's like a traffic signal for every cell function. So, for example, if you contract your muscle, in order for your muscle to contract, the calcium levels within the cells rise. But in order for the muscle to relax, they need to be returned to normal. And calcium ATPase is what it does. It pumps the excess calcium in the cell into storage vesicles within the cell, enabling uh, the calcium levels to return to baseline. And um, so it, has, it plays a wonderful role. If you don't have calcium ATPase, it's like the traffic signals are out in the city. Hmm. Um, problems occur everywhere. Um, so so I, I'm... I, I respect and I'm glad we have calcium ATPase, and it's also, you know, a wonderful thing in the sense that it's a target that we can um, aim for in terms of good health. Appreciate that. So, how do I how do I know 
if my levels are correct or if that's even the right term. So this is something that's, that's really quite frustrating um, because even though there's 25,000 journal articles <laughs> about it, there's no, the typical doctor is not aware of it, um, which is not their fault. It's just never been really a, a focus of things. So there currently is not a test that when you go to Quest that you can get run, but I'm working on that, and that should be available hopefully in the next year or so because they do it in in um, clinical studies. It's not like they have to, to learn how to do it. It's just a matter of, of developing something that's, you know, can be, uh, you know, put in every lab and, and so forth. But that's on the horizon, which is very important. Um, but just kind of as a ballpark, your A1C levels are inversely correlated with calcium ATPase. So the higher your A1C, the lower your calcium ATPase. The same goes with LDL cholesterol. Um, the higher your LDL, the lower your A1C. The same thing goes with obesity. The higher your BMI, the lower your um, calcium ATPase. And then to get diabetes, <clears throat> you know, it goes along with your A1C. The higher your blood sugar levels over time, the lower your calcium ATPase. So, and essentially, if you have heart disease or any of the major diseases, it's almost a sure bet you have low calcium ATPase. In terms of just a person without those problems, you know, there's there's things that low calcium ATPase makes you more susceptible to, such as inflammation, um, muscle fatigue, like chronic fatigue, patients with chronic fatigue have lower calcium ATPase levels in their muscle cells, um, uh, bladder issues, sleep issues. So it can kind of be subtle. Um, and it's not the only cause of these problems or the only cause of disease, but it's a contributing factor. So if you can eliminate that contributing factor, you're less susceptible to, to these problems. Got it. So how do I get my level up? Um, there's basically um, four things you can do. Um, one is to avoid toxins because all the toxins that we think of, lead, mercury, cadmium, um, pesticides, food dyes, food colors, essentially everything we know is a toxin. <laughs> Actually, and the documentation, which is, which is so cool in the sense of, like that's something they all have in common. And I'm not just saying that. There's, when you read my book, there's, you know, many studies to back that up with each, with each toxin. And those things can pop into your life. For example, tuna sushi is high in mercury. Um, grilling your food, burning it has benzopyrenes and inhibits calcium ATPase. Reese's peanut butter cups, Orbit gum, um, Pop-Tarts, Frosted Flakes, Rice Krispies. I mean, in my book, I detail, you know, all the different things in inhibit calcium ATPase. And I also give you checklist um, for each toxin and you don't have to eliminate them all at once um, the second part is um, high blood sugar so what happens with high blood sugar is it the sugar in the blood attaches itself to the calcium ATPase molecule and disables it so you want to try to avoid you know constant constant high blood sugar levels um, but the next point which is really you know positive and exciting is that there's certain foods and supplements that, again, I'm not just saying this, but have been shown in scientific journal articles to stimulate calcium ATPase. So it's like lipazine, elagacid, um, vitamin E, um, taurine, ginger, 
green tea. And so in my book, I list, you know, some of the base, some of the basic foods, no surprise, are things like berries, nuts, spinach, um, pomegranates, green and, and red, yellow peppers, um, tomatoes. So in my book, I have a list of all those foods, and I actually tell you what's in those in terms of which chemicals. And also, I have recipes that include like four or five of those in one meal. So if you incorporate these meals, you know, with four or five in them, you'll hit a lot of them at once. Um, and then there's also, you know, two supplements. It's hard to get adequate amounts in your food. One is taurine, and the other one is alpha-lipoic acid. So those are two supplements that I recommend. Um, the third thing is exercise. So the great news about exercise is that all types stimulate calcium ADPase, both in the muscles and in the heart. So that means <clears throat> aerobics, moderate aerobics, high-intensity interval training, as well as strength training. And what's also really great is that this even works in people that are older. Um, they can restore their levels because as you age, and everybody goes down. And then the last area is stress management. And, um, you know, I, I kind of feel like all these things I'm saying are a broken record. But, again, this is one more reason to do it. Sure. But what's interesting is that stress levels, um, there's particular hormones called catecholamines. And elevated levels of catecholamines reduce calcium ATPase in the heart and in the muscles. And just one really cool study um, shows that if you put rats in this um, situation with all male, there's these hierarch hierarchies that form. So the ones at the bottom get, you know, beaten up, they get, uh, they're smaller, they have, you know, a lot of, they're shy. And if you look at the calcium ATPase levels in the uh, top of the tier, the, the bosses or the, uh, the, the mice that, are at the top of the social pyramid and compare their calcium ATPase levels to the ones at the bottom of the pyramid, it's like a 50% difference um, in terms of the, the ones at the bottom have lower calcium ATPase levels. Um, another example is when someone's in the hospital and they have, for example, a long-term partner and one of them dies, the other one often experiences heart failure symptoms, which are real, they're not psychological. It's called the broken heart syndrome. And what they found is the causal factor in that is the stress causes the release of the catecholamines, which in turn inhibit the calcium ATPase levels in the heart, which triggers these symptoms. So stress is definitely not good for calcium ATPase. You need some level of it to, to live, but not excess level. So the great news is that all those things that everyone's always saying is good for you, such as meditation, yoga, um, tai chi, um, etc., all have been shown again in clinical studies to reduce the level of these particular hormones called catecholamines. So, so kind of in summary, um, you want to avoid certain things. You want to avoid high blood sugar. You want to add foods and supplements that stimulate calcium ATPase, you want to exercise and you want to, um, you know, control your stress levels. And again, none of this is new, but it's just one more reason. It's just one overarching framework in a sense. If all you do is pay attention to keeping your calcium ATPase levels 
protected and optimal, you'll hit all the bases of health. So every time you do something, you can think, is this good for my calcium ATPase or not? Um, and you'll be, if you do that, you'll be in good shape. I like it. Well, Brody, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Um, so my difference-making tip is to think of your calcium ATPase levels as a bank account. So you have a certain amount, and you know, you'll know you do things. No one's perfect, and you'll definitely not be able to do everything <clears throat> to, 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 to manage it. So those would be uh, withdrawals. But there's also these positive things that you can do to add to it. And, you know, the, the point is, is that each one of these actions adds up. So, you know, you might think, oh, I can't do it all or this or that. That's okay. Just try to reduce your withdrawals and try to increase your deposits and um, you'll, you'll be headed in the right direction. So that's really my message. It's just nothing. You don't have to be perfect, but you still can make a difference in your health. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets to come on. Come on. Brundy, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? Where can they get a copy of the book? Um, sure. So the, the best way to start, I think, is to go to my website, which is brundybrody.com. Um, that's B-R-U-N-D as in David, E, B-R-O-A-D-Y.com. And the great thing about the website, it has an introduction to calcium ATPase, but also if you go up to the latest news, there's a list, you can go to my newsletters, which is, is basically um, particular areas like how is obesity related to calcium ATPase? You know, what about um, heart disease and calcium ATPase? What about Alzheimer's and calcium ATPase? And it presents the, not the information in these little, the little blocks. So you can kind of just read them at your leisure and you'll learn something um, in kind of a very un, un, unintimidating format. Um, so that's what I recommend you doing, just to kind of get the primer of calcium ATPase. And if you want to know a lot more and have a lot more information, you can buy my book, The Calcium Connection, The Little Known Enzyme at the Root of Your Cellular Health. And you can buy that on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Indie Books, you know, just all the typical places. So um, I encourage you to go to my website and you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. And again, my book is called The Calcium Connection. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Brundy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to brundybrody.com. It's B-R-U-N-D-E-B-R-O-A-D-Y. Com. Find her on Instagram, find her on Twitter, and pick up a copy of The Calcium Connection wherever fine books are sold. Thanks again, Brendy. Thanks for having me. Take care. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. <laughs>